minute before 8 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, I've been waiting months for this conversation, frankly. Tonight's a big night. Many of you know that the um, just like in February when the eyes of the Jewish world were focused on Washington Heights and we watched from whatever distance we were at, even many thousands of miles away, the Yeshiva University Maccabees, the men's basketball team, win the Skyline Conference Championship for the very first time ever, which was an, an unbelievable celebration, an incredible step in the Yeshiva University men's and I would say overall athletic program. Uh, tonight, finally, nine months later, tonight, finally, that achievement is going to be recognized with the unveiling of a, a banner at the Max Stern Athletic Center up in Washington Heights. Um, it'll be an emotional night in general. There'll be three teams recognized, all of whom are Skyline champions, women's tennis, men's tennis, and men's basketball. Plus, they'll honor the victims of the uh, massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. I will be on the air at Max Live starting at 7 p.m. in what's being called a um, game day program, and I thank them very much for including me in all of this. That starts at 7, then they'll go live with the pregame show at 7.30. You can catch it all at maxlive.com. And uh, the coach of the men's basketball team now starting his fifth season as a coach up at the Yeshiva University campus is, of course, Elliot Steinmetz. Coach Steinmetz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Looks like you made the big time pregame show at the Max game, huh? Yes, there's no question that finally my career has taken a positive turn. And I am very much looking forward to it. All kidding aside, it's going to be a lot of fun being in that room tonight in the arena. I- I'm assuming, I hope I'm right, that already there's a buzz being felt up there, everyone knowing on campus that tonight is a very special night. There is. It's it's very exciting. You know, there's there's obviously uh, our our you know our guys' accomplishment, which is going to be recognized, which is which is awesome. And then on top of that, you have the the men's tennis team that's that's won five years in a row, and and the women's tennis team that's you know won for the first time in history uh, for a women's team at the school. So I think you know all in all, it's going to really be a great night. Unbelievable! It's really going to be incredible. Um, well, we'll talk about last season first, and then we'll get to what's happening now. Uh, in terms of last season, I mean, you, you look, you know my feelings about all this. Uh, the the basketball team, and uh, again, no offense to anybody on, in any other sport or on any other campus, but we know that men's basketball gets a tremendous amount of attention in this country, and in our community especially, it gets a tremendous amount of attention. Uh, you're there, you're, you've completed now four years, you've just started your fifth season, and obviously the men's basketball team has accomplished something that I think previous teams you know never really got close to frankly they've made the playoffs but you know to actually think that they could win a skyline championship I think was a pretty you know distant thought for many of these teams Um, I know that speaking as a fan it was a distant thought for us Uh, you come in four years later they're champions Uh, I mean it was one of the most exhilarating and exciting (laughs) periods of time in Yeshiva University basketball, I would say on the campus in general. Uh, What do you recall about the final game in the Skyline Championship? At what point during the game did you actually say to yourself, this dream might be coming true? (laughs) That kind of stuff doesn't happen until the buzzer. I mean, you you can sit the whole game with as big a lead as you want in a game like that. But when you're you're playing teams that have that kind of athleticism and talent, 
you're not comfortable till till the buzzer goes off and they actually give you a trophy. So what was it like when the buzzer sounded? Was it a was it believable for you? It was believable. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is what we we came in to do. This is kind of what we you know always expected to build. I, I don't know that we expected it, you know, with these with this group of sophomores, but that class is a class of kids that we recruited who all believed we could do that. And they get together and never stop believing. And I'll and I'll remind this audience that there was a time during the season where things did not look so great. You know, there there were some bleak times, not just injuries, but also you know challenging losses. You know that did that you know did not uh, that did not did not go well, and you know in, until you guys ran off an incredible streak, nobody really thought you'd be able to get as far as you did. Yeah, it was it was an up and down season for sure. It was a lot of adversity early. We had a lot of injuries. We had games in the first half of the season where we were dressing seven guys, right. and that was it. So it was uh, definitely tough going in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, we kind of reloaded a little bit. We added a couple of guys to the roster, obviously, and uh, you know just kind of gelled and and you know I give them credit that's not an easy thing to do to bring in new guys midway uh but the chemistry was unbelievable and you know we have we have leaders on the team yeah no question about that you also have some amazing players uh, so at uh, coach Elliot Simons is with us big night tonight at Yeshiva University they'll uh, unveil the big banner 2018 Skyline Conference champions what was amazing about the final and I know that you know there were thousands of people there from uh, from our community and so many watching around the world as you know but what really was amazing for those of us who who you know paid any attention to the team over the season was that everybody contributed. If you look at that final game when you guys won the championship, if you take out one any one player you want to take out, I I believe things would have gone in a different direction. Yeah, I think I think it was like that for most of the second half of the season last year, and and it went from from really from top to bottom. Um, we were talking about it actually the other day in, in the locker room after a game. It, it really starts with the guys in practice, and it starts you know with the guys on the bench and how they're how they're supportive of the guys in the game. And and we really have had that for the last few years. We've been lucky with the kind of kids that we have at Yeshiva. They're just they're extremely supportive of each other. They're competitive, but they're extremely supportive. Hmm, interesting. Elliot Steinmetz is with us. What kind of summer do they have? Uh, do, you, do you insist that they uh, continue to, uh, I don't know, exercise, practice their shooting, condition themselves for the months that you don't see them in between seasons? So we're not allowed to make anything mandatory over the summer, but, you know, guys want to come in in shape and, you know, guys want to obviously have a similar kind of season to what we did last year and, and hopefully actually build and improve on it. Uh, those guys were working. You know, I, I had guys sending me videos of them working out or, you know, shooting or doing drills or, you know, working with a trainer in the pool, whatever it was, uh, just trying to get stronger and better over the course of the summer. Unbelievable. The, the commitment, people don't realize it. They think it's those two halves that they're on the court, the commitment that has to be made every single day. I I would say, frankly, from uh, from uh, Havdala to candlelighting, right? Basically, yeah. There, there's, I mean, uh, other than Shabbos, there's no there's no days off. I mean, yeah. these guys are working all year round. Uh, you know, during the season, they're up very early in the morning for practice. Uh, they're back in the gym during the day, taking shots and uh, you know, watching film at night. It's it's a lot. It's a, it's a big commitment, especially at, at you know a school like ours where there's you know quite the curriculum academically. Uh, it's just it's a lot a lot of time and a lot of effort and you know it's really it's awesome that they're going to get the appreciation uh, all the squads tonight that that they really deserve. Uh, are you still doing the same schedule up between five and six a.m. and uh, insisting that the guys get to the gym around then? Yeah, so we're we're I think four days a week now. We're at about six fifteen, six thirty a.m. and then a couple of nights. Wow, no complaints yet from the players, huh? 
I mean, they're too tired to complain usually in the morning. I guess they'd prefer to be on the team, so it's all right. All right, Coach Steinmetz, before we talk about this year's team and, again, tonight's ceremony, help me for a minute from your perspective. You know that I think this is a much bigger deal than just a you know Jewish basketball team doing well and having a banner raised you know in their honor. You know that I believe the Yeshiva University, especially the men's basketball team, for the reasons I cited earlier, we know how important men's basketball is in this country and to our community, has a a a really an obligation uh, to represent the Jewish people, whether they like it or not. This is what happens. They're they're a member of this team. People from both the Jewish community and the secular community look to them as emblematic of what Jews are. Many people you meet during the season have never met a Jew before. Others, of course, are more familiar with our community. Can you put into words how this is a much bigger event and a much bigger and has much greater impact than simply winning a basketball championship? Yeah, you know, it's funny. You and I used to have this conversation for years yep. um, about about this, and then and, and I always, you know, I always gave you the yes and agreed, and I don't think I ever really saw it, and I don't think our guys ever really saw it till last year, till till you know, till we won, you know, the championship. The outpouring from around the country and around the world, really, of support and people who were kind of hanging on to every game, and I'll go into like middle of nowhere, you know, and, and run into a random Jewish person in some random place. And they were watching the game online and just the impact it had on people that were just excited about it with absolutely no affiliation necessarily to Yeshiva University. Just that they're, you know, proud of, of a Jewish team accomplishing such, you know, a great, uh, a great accomplishment. And, it, you know, I, I was able to bring that back to my guys and I think they already saw it themselves over the last few months, the just outpouring of support and pride that people had in what they're doing. Uh, and we've discussed it preseason. We've discussed that responsibility and, and what it means to us, you know, not just as a university, but, you know, for our families, obviously, and for our communities and, and for the Jewish people as a whole. It's just it's really important and something that we definitely will not be taking lightly. Uh, it's amazing. I'll tell you, the, um, you gave me the uh, – when, when, when Yeshiva University won the Skyline Championship, everybody, and I know that not everyone in this audience knows exactly how it works, which is fine – uh, there is a NCAA national championship. Everyone goes into this national championship, and there are many, many games, so you get to a Final Four and then eventually a final for the Division Three winner. And um, we were there. My son and I were there with you for Shabbos because the game was a Friday afternoon game in York, Pennsylvania, the opening round. Unfortunately, you guys didn't win, but you were in the NCAA tournament. And I, you gave me an opportunity to speak to the team that night on Friday night, and I said to them, one of the things I said was, there will be students, there will be kids who are watching this experience from wherever they are, wherever they are in this country or around the world, and will eventually make their way to Yeshiva University because they saw the impact and the representation that this team had to the entire Jewish world. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think this, what you guys accomplish, is going to last in our community worldwide for a very long time. Well, we're hoping it's not a one-time deal, but you're but you're 100% right. It's uh, you know, and we've seen it right away. We've seen it, you know, an uptick obviously in recruiting on the basketball side. We've seen certainly, I think, an uptick in interest in the school in general, and obviously the you know the PR that comes along with it is all positive and good. Well, now speaking of this season, is it possible? And I I got to be careful how I ask this because I don't know if you could really answer it 100% truthfully. Um, is it possible that some members of the current team might have chosen a different school? if not for the accomplishments of last year's team. I think that's possible. I think that's possible anywhere. I think winning on, on any level, I think winning is contagious and winning draws. So I, I think there's no doubt that we're, you know, we're able to recruit at a little bit of a higher level having won. 
Um, but I also think we were able to recruit at a little bit of a higher level just because of some of the players that we've had who, and the, you know, the character that they put out on the court, not just the talent, but the way they conduct themselves and, and the way that you know, appeals to either parents or other players who are kind of looking at you know, why you as an option. And they, and they see that example on the court, both in terms of talent and in terms of character, and it, it's a draw. There's no doubt. And you know, winning obviously puts it over the top. No question about it. All right, Coach Elliott Steinmetz, this year's team. Uh, you, unfortunately, you're 0-2, but as I explained to the audience earlier in this show, I don't think I, I know you are what your record is, but I don't think it really indicates the type of team you are because they were both buzzer beaters, uh, both very, very hard-fought uh, games that ended up, unfortunately, uh, on, the, uh, on the negative side. Um, uh, first of all, a- am I right that the two teams you've already played are, are so advanced in Division Three? That just to stay, just to stay with them is an accomplishment. Would that be a good thing? Would that be an accurate thing to say? It's accurate that they're advanced teams. They're both very good teams. I don't know that staying with them was the accomplishment. We had we had leads in those games. I think for. 33, 34 minutes in both of them wow. um, out of 40. So, you know, they're just games we have to – you know, people forget. You know, we, want, we obviously won last year. We're still a young team. Right. Uh, you know, right now we're still trying to get a little bit healthier. We had a couple of guys who have been out, um, and we're, we're starting a lot of young guys. So it's really – you know, it's not a question of, uh, you know, of staying with them. These are teams we want to ultimately be beating. It's really a question of us just kind of growing up and learning how to win. I got that. All right, it all starts tonight. It all meaning the Skyline Conference games, which are the much more important games. That starts tonight. Uh, I know that there are people who have predicted that you guys will end up number one in the conference. That's easy to do. You know, take the champion and put them in number one slot for the following season. I know there are a lot of teams that now have a target on your back, meaning they want to beat Yeshiva. I don't think Yeshiva's ever had that feeling before where where teams want to really take you guys down because you've proven to be so talented and in some cases embarrassed them on the court last year. So it's a completely different dynamic than what anybody in that Max Stern Athletic Center has been used to in the past. Yeah, that's a new feeling for us. It's uh, it's definitely different to uh, go out there and kind of be hunted as opposed to be the, being the hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's something that we have to learn to you know to really embrace and and, and enjoy. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a new experience for our guys and something that I think will ultimately in their lives outside of basketball will help them grow. No question about that. And I guess uh, when you came in four years ago, would it be safe to say that there was some type of four-year program to get to this point? Would that be a fair analysis? I don't know if we had a, a, a cap in terms of years put on it. You know, I, you know, I think it was definitely the goal was to build up to this. It was to kind of, uh, you know, bring in a, a mentality that uh, that we could compete, that we could play, you know, certainly at a high level uh, with with the players that we were bringing in, and um, and really ultimately build up to this point where we could really represent the school both on the court and off the court. All right, and I will say based on uh, on my little research that although it's easy to say that you know other teams are going after you and that, God forbid, things may not go as well as they did last year, I would say just the opposite, that it's very possible, and again, I won't ask you for your prediction, that wouldn't be fair, but it's very possible that not only will you guys go into the big tournament again this year, but it's very possible to go even further. So that's what we're rooting for and hoping for. The whole thing really begins tonight, even though we spoke about those earlier two games. The whole thing really begins tonight with conference play. I do want to mention to our audience and Coach Steinmetz, you know I am uh, always reminding my audience about uh, um, about family-friendly games. What do I mean? Every game you guys play are family-friendly, obviously. But what I mean is that schedule-wise, there are already a couple of games on the schedule that families should know about because it's an amazing opportunity to bring kids to see this team, to enjoy the hype, and to really be proud of our university and our community. Uh, one of them is happening this Sunday. You're playing 2 o'clock this uh, Sunday, Thanksgiving uh, Sunday afternoon, right? We are. We're actually playing the number 8 team in the country, which should be an exciting game. 
Is are they? Is that a better team than the two you've already played? Oh yeah, they're wow. they're, they're 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 top notch. Holy cow! I didn't realize that. And on the first of December, which I believe is Erev Hanukkah, on a Saturday night, you're playing a, a home game as well. And that's and like we always say, that's an amazing opportunity on an early Shabbos to come out with the kids and see the team and to really enjoy the uh, the proceedings. So yeah, that's a good rivalry game, also Mount Saint Vincent. Oh boy, not, none of these games are easy, huh? No, there's, there's no easy games in conference, that's for sure. And that includes tonight. No one's expecting you guys are going to romp tonight, correct? No, the, Sarah Lawrence is a good team. They, they've, they've brought in some new guys. They have some talent in there, and they're, uh, they're playing good ball. Oh, boy, is the pressure on because it's banner night? Is the pressure on to, uh, to win this game this evening? You're asking the wrong guy. I think the pressure is always on. Yeah, that's true. We know how you coach, and there's no question about it. The pressure is always on, and that the team, thank God, uh, usually um, uh, responds. Finally, the roster, um, it, you have to be impressed because some of your veteran players, um, sophomores and juniors, are playing uh, very well so far, uh, but some of the newcomers have already made an impact, which is pretty strange after two games, right? Yeah, but we're not surprised. I mean, the caliber of guys we brought in as freshmen is just so high that, uh, you know, we kind of expected it. I mean, we have, we have three guys that are playing major minutes, you know, right away. They've, they've literally only played two college games, and they're already putting up double-digit points. You know, there's, there's uh, Ryan Terrell, who we got in from California, who's a high-level recruit for us, obviously, uh, who's, who's already had a 25-point game. Um, we got uh, Eitan Halpert. That name should be familiar since it's Simcha's little brother. Wow. So no, no, no surprise there that he can play. Um, you know, and then we have a kid from uh, from Cal- it's all California kids. You know, that's the truth. We should probably just go out there and get the warm <laughs> weather. But uh, Daniel Tsion, who's a former Eula kid who came in, he's he's been doing great things as well. Uh, so it's it's a good class. That class is a good class, which bodes well for us for the future. I won't ask you for names, but I may ask you for class in a moment. Have you have you already set for yourself tonight's starting lineup? Yeah, our, our, our starting lineup is set. I mean, it depends on a couple of guys in terms of their health. Uh, we, we have a couple of guys who've been either injured or sick. How many um, freshmen will be in tonight's starting lineup? Uh, at, at least one, possibly two. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so early in the year, that is amazing, unbelievable. And uh, and when it when it's when it, last year or, or two years ago, I asked you when Simcha Halpert first stepped onto the court, meaning in practice. You said to me you knew he'd be a starter immediately. That's how evident it was. I assume the same with these freshmen as well, that you that you just realize that they are already at the level they could start in these games. Yeah, it's a similar look, and we're, we're excited because we're getting Simcha back tonight. He hasn't played yet this year. He's been, uh, he's been battling an ankle injury. Thankfully, he'll be back tonight and playing. He's definite or, or probable? No, he's, he's definite for tonight. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's going to be great. And he must be excited. I mean, the, the guys who've been there and went through everything last year must be so excited about tonight. My gosh. Yeah, and rightfully so. They uh, they deserve it. They certainly do. Coach Steinmetz, uh incredible what the team is. The team is a great basketball team. The team is a great group of representatives of the Jewish world as far as I'm concerned. Can't wait to see you tonight. Good luck with everything tonight and throughout the entire season. And we'll remind everybody about the games. We really want to see a big crowd out this year. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. A pleasure. Coach Elliot Steinmetz, Yeshiva University Men's Basketball, Maccabees. Now listen, folks. First of all, the schedule. This Sunday, 2 p.m., golden opportunity to come see everybody. It's Thanksgiving weekend Sunday, 2 p.m. at the Max Stern Athletic Center, Washington Heights. And then December 1st, which is officially Erev Hanukkah, because Hanukkah begins Sunday night. It's a Saturday, excuse me, Saturday night Erev Hanukkah, December 1st. It's also a, a great family-friendly game in terms of the schedule, Saturday night up at the Max Stern Athletic Center. Tonight, tonight I have the honor of kicking off Max Live um, um, the coverage, maxlive.com. Um, with the um, with the game day program 
that I will be hosting starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. 7.30, they'll do the pregame and the big ceremony. And I am told that I'm being asked to be a guest at halftime, at which point I hope I have a chance to discuss that incredible Shabbos in York, Pennsylvania that I had with the team last year. And uh, that'll be during the halftime uh, break of the game tonight. So I hope you'll be paying uh, close attention to maxlive.com uh, for tonight's coverage. And good luck to the Maccabees. Yeah, I think you could hear from my voice how proud I am of this team. I've always dreamt of a Yeshiva University uh, men's basketball team really, really representing the Jewish people well in all aspects. And that dream has come true. And that's pretty amazing. 19 minutes after 8 o'clock, you're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.